Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Own Your Time podcast. I am the host, Kyle Marcotte. Today, we are interviewing Baskel Corcus. He has over 37 doors in single-family real estate, and he has over 116,000 followers on Instagram. Baskel started in real estate at 14 and bought his first deal at the age of 19. Baskel has an amazing story. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. So, Baskel, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Uh, can you fill the listeners in on just your background and your story, how you got to where you are today? Basically, at 14, I fell in love with real estate, the idea that you can collect something and you don't have to sell that, that item to level up to the next item. So when I found out you can basically buy something, you, and you can people will pay you to borrow it. That concept to me at a young age was like amazing. So, um, and then the government is going to basically support you and give you 80% of the money for that item. It was like, wow. And I get to keep the profit. That just didn't seem like a fair deal. Cause no one who's, who's going to say, Hey, I'm going to take 80% of the risk and I'm going to let you going to keep 80% of the profit. Like, a, you know, that's awesome. That's, it was just, it was just like a mind blowing event. So at 19, I was able to finally do my first deal. And I bought my first duplex at that time and I kept going. And then by the time I was 23, I owned 23 properties on my own. Uh, basically just grunt work, pushing and, and, and climbing my way up kind of, you know, from the ground up. All my own property management. I fixed everything myself. I basically did it all. A to Z. I did my own evictions. I mean, I, I did it. I did everything, every part of the, the business. That's awesome, man. So you started at 14. That's extremely unique. I don't know many people who started that young. Um, and then 19 to do your first deal. That's amazing as well. Uh, I think that the coolest part of your story is that you've actually done most of, you've worn most of the hats in real estate. So you've done most of the tasks and you kind of see it from the inside out. Um, so that, with that being said, I'd love to hear about kind of your favorite deal. Um, maybe it's the first deal you did or whatever deal, but I'd love to, to hear about kind of your favorite deal. So I was, nine, I was 20 years old. I already had two deals. It was, I bought two duplexes and then I was a banker at Bank of America. And this guy came in, I was opening up a checking account for him. And he's like, oh, you buy real estate. I have this seven unit in downtown you should look at. And I was like, I would love to buy a seven unit, but I'm 20 years old. I don't qualify for the commercial loan. I don't have the, the requirement for the history of two years because I was only about a year and three fourths of a year, you know, a year and nine months in. So I'm like, from any way that you look at it, I wouldn't qualify for a commercial loan to buy this deal. Plus I didn't have the, at that time, they were requiring about 30% down. I didn't have that either. So I was like, okay, I'll go look at it. And I loved it. It's right next to the baseball stadium in the heart of downtown. Um, and I literally went to a few times and I parked across the street of it. And I said, I'm like, God, I can't do this deal, but I know you can. So show me how to do it. And literally it's like a light is hit me. And he's like, okay, well, this is seven units. This property is five units. And this property is a duplex. And the woman said, as long as you come up with $100,000, I will finance the rest. So I said, okay, well, I'm going to buy the duplex for $140,000 from her. I'll put down 20%, $28,000. And Wells Fargo or WAMU at the time would put up the rest of the money. So she'll walk with $140,000 between the two of us. And then she'll finance me the rest on the, the, the five unit. And uh, at first she was resistant, but then she accepted, she was like, okay, fine. So for $28,000, I bought a property for $335,000. So less than 10% down. 
And um, by far, now that property is worth like over a million dollars. It's like that downtown area, I really knew that something was gonna happen there. And exactly what I thought was gonna happen did, and the properties have like tripled, quadrupled in value. So I bought a bunch of other properties down there, same deal, bought them for 180, went up to like 550. Um, and that kind of, that, that right there, because I, I read The Secret and I read everything else and, and I believe in God and, and, and all, all of that. And like, but that deal made the, the things that I knew were true to, to almost materialize by my faith and my action. So that was just an amazing thing to see and experience. And uh, I'm very thankful for that. And still to this day, it is like one of my most profitable properties. It is just such a cash cow, always rented. And in that area, I went from $400 rents to $1,000 rents for one bedrooms. And now as Airbnbs, you get like 2,400 to 3,500 a month. It's pretty crazy. That's yeah, pretty amazing. It's sick. It's sick. So can you give us some tips on how you went about seller financing that deal? Because I think that that's a great option for a lot of people who are getting started and you just got to be creative, but I'd love to hear kind of your mindset and how you go about um, pitching a seller finance to an owner and putting it in simple terms and things like that. You know, it really draws to your story that the, the story that you told, because some people would think it's very hard to, to, to accomplish. And honestly with me, I was like, wow, that's such a big deal. What he was doing where he was able to bring on investors and have him, them trust him with their money, you know? They worked hard for that money, but they're trusting a guy that's 21 with their money. And I basically did something similar where I was 20 years old and I was able to convince a woman that spent her life 30 years building up this property and renting it out and managing it. And this is her retirement. And I was able to convince her to let her know, hey, look, you can trust me. I'm going to take care of this. You're going to be very happy with what I do with it. And you're going to be really proud with the results I have with this property. And she lives, still lives down the street and she'll come by once in a while. She's like 80 now. And she'll like be like, oh, wow, I saw what you did. And I like this and I like that. And I'll tell her some things. And she's like, oh, wow, I'm so impressed. So it's that ability to let people know that you are real and your intentions are good in that you can come across and let people know like, look, I do have your best interest involved that also matches my best interest. And we can together both benefit and grow. When you have this like pure intention, I think that can resonate with people very well. People can read that you're being honest and genuine. And there's a big value for that. That's amazing, man. Yeah, leading with the heart is what it sounds like to me. And also just having that confidence and certainty. It trumps age when you come at it with such certainty. And this kind of segues nicely into the next question, which is uh, your best mindset tip for people getting started in business or real estate. To summarize it, there's this thing that I, I heard. Whenever you accomplish something, you really won twice. You won one time in your mind when you believed you could do it. And you won the second time in reality when you went and physically tried to accomplish it. So you have to have that faith, the belief to try. And not just try to be like, hey, I tried, it failed, it didn't work. No, try with a passion, with, with confidence, with energy. Mm -hmm. um, and that type of mentality is, is really awesome. 
Wow, man, I love it. Faith. It's all about having faith and self-belief and it seems like you have that in, in abundance and that's an amazing quality to have. So, and I also really love the point about you've winning, you're winning twice, right? So even, even in the meantime, before it's actually been realized in reality, the fact that you're even taking steps and taking action towards it, you've already won, right? You've already have your first victory under your belt. It's just a matter of time before that second victory comes. So if you're in that process right now where you've, you've made the decision that you're going to start, well, you've already won, right? You're, you're on your way to your second victory and, and just take some real comfort in that. So far, you know, you've given some great mindset tips. I've heard a lot about your favorite deal and uh, you have a great background and story. And now I'd love to hear some, uh, some book and podcast uh, recommendations that you have. Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, right? Um, that was one of the books that helped. Like I already knew about the real estate game because I heard about it and I was like, wow, you know, this is, and, and one thing that kind of t I take for, for, take for granted is I grew up with my dad being a business person and he would take me to all of his friends that owned mechanic shops and car washes and grocery stores. And I would sit with him talking to them and I would sit by them and I would listen to them talking and basically analyzing their business and things that are going wrong and things are going right. And it gave me a, a, a mindset. So when I listened to that and I knew these people were literally didn't pass elementary school, yet most of them were worth back then hundreds of thousands of dollars, which today would equate to millions of dollars. And some of them are worth hundreds of millions of dollars now with a fourth grade education. Education in college does not equate to financial education. So that book was really great. Also in college, I went for finance. I have two bachelor's degrees and one's in finance. I read Warren Buffett's mentor's book, Intelligent Investor. So the book is going to explain great concepts of investing. Now they're really referencing stocks and bonds and things like that, but that concept doesn't change in, in the, you know, in real estate. So you're able to really take those tips and apply them in real estate. You're going to really be able to expand your mind because the way real estate people think they think different than finance guys. If you're able to blend those two concepts and take the best of both worlds, you can find a great way to win no matter what the market is. So uh, Dale Carnegie, how to win friends and influence people. If you don't know how to talk to people, it is going to be very difficult for you in the real estate game because it is a business that requires you to have relationship. It requires you to come across to people, know that you're a real person and the type of person that they want to work with. On, on Instagram, people ask me the same question. So books, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Think and Grow Rich, How to Win Friends and Influence People, and Intelligent Investor. Yeah, so the other one is Think and Grow Rich. Okay, so perfect. Think and Grow Rich is um, a really important book as well because most people, their issue about investing is not technical. It is in the sense of faith and belief and, and, and going out there. So once you have that, you're going to be able to actualize your results. But if you don't believe it, you're not going to go for it. So Think and Grow Rich is a really great book. There's a fifth one, and I'm lose, it's losing me right now. But those books are a great start. Yeah, it's definitely a great start. So thank you for the book recommendations. Where can people find you online? Uh, my biggest presence right now is on Instagram. I have about 100,000 followers. Um, and I am on TikTok as well. I'm also on YouTube and basically everywhere social at Pascal Corcus. Awesome. And I'll link all of that in the show notes below as well. Um, so thank you for taking the time and coming on the show. It's been great having you. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Kyle.